Mel, honestly, people will just randomly start telling me their life stories. Just randomly, Mel, randomly at the gym, in the shopping center, people will just sit down next to me and they'll say hello and I'll say hello back. And I'll be polite. So how's your day going? You know, great, great. What about you? Great. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, they won't even ask me how my day is going. They'll, they'll just go into it. Like, oh, I've just recovered from cancer. You know, I had a kidney replacement. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But I always find it super inspirational. It, it pulls me in, especially when it's a great story, such as a survival story. Like, which to me just shows, it, it just, it really shows me further that I don't know anything because every single time I go out into the world, I'm learning something from a complete stranger. It's like Humans of New York. Why do you like Humans of New York so much? Can I just say that's fascinating, by the way? Oh. <laughs> fascinating that people like sense that energy from you. Um, it's so, it's so strange, Mel, honestly. It, is it strange? I don't know, but I like it um, in the sense, so I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. I believe in God and I'm really spiritual. I believe in energy and I believe it can't be cut. It can only be transferred. Mm -hmm. And with humans, I feel like the world is complex, but we make it a lot more complex as humans. And I feel like we have a duty to make it better. And I find that a lot of these people that approach me and they want to speak to me, I find that they just want to be heard. Like they just want to be heard. They just want to feel seen and they want to be felt. And so often, even if it's just 30 minutes of your time or one hour of your time, it makes the absolute day, especially with the elderly. It happens to me a lot with a lot of um, elderly people. Like I remember, Mel, you know what? Tell you a little story, right? Since you found it fascinating. So about three years ago, it was the 23rd of December. So I was born in Angola. And for Angola, our Christmas is basically the 24th. We start on the 24th, then we carry it over to the 25th. So the 23rd, really, I need to have all the groceries already done and I need to be at home cooking because we have a huge, um, a huge buffet. And I'm usually the one in the kitchen. Like I love cooking, especially for my family. So the 23rd on that year was 2017 Christmas. For some odd reason, I was in the city center but I wasn't in the city center, the part that I'm usually in. I'm, I'm in a part that you, that's way further out that I don't like going to because it's too far for me. And you can't drive to it, you still have to walk to it. So I'm there and I walk past the store and I'm like, oh, that's the headboard that I want. So firstly, I shouldn't have been there because I never go to that part of town. Secondly, I see the headboard that I want, but I'm aware that the shop is really expensive. So I'm like, you know what, let me just go in there and ask where the headboard is from and maybe if I can just get it elsewhere for cheaper. So I go in then and it's empty and it's just the guy there. The guy is there and he starts telling me, yeah, it's really expensive. If I was you, I'd go on eBay, look for this, look for that. And then I'm like, you know what? Since you're so helpful, his name was Gary. Since you're so helpful, the frames, I really like the frames on the wall. Where did you get them from? I want them too. I was decorating at the time. Long story short, Mel, I was there for four hours. I was there for four hours. I was Christmas shopping, but I ended up staying in that store for four hours, right? 
for four hours, we were literally just talking about life. But the turning point was two hours into it. It was, it was like two hours into it, we're talking. And it's just still me and him. No one's walking inside the store, nothing. He's just telling me about his life. We're, we're talking, we're like, oh my God, we've got so much in common. And we're talking about just the world, literally. And then he comes out with, as he's talking to me, he says to me, oh, you know, this whole time that we've been speaking, there has been um, about two feet away from you, there's been a nun stood behind you. Yeah, he says that. So there's a nun that's just stood there and he describes the nun. He's like, you know, she looks about 5'1", five, 5'2", five, and she's got the whole, you know, nun outfit on, etc. It's grey and white. And she's there. She's, she's here right now. And I'm like, oh, it's really interesting you say that because I've been to two other psychics that have told me there's this nun that's always next to me. I know it's the strangest. I get goosebumps talking about it, Mel. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So bearing in mind, Mel, he's not from my city. He's not from Nottingham. He was only in that store for that one day because the colleague, his colleague was sick and they called him to go cover that shift. So he's not from around here. The two psychics that I've, I've spoken to, I spoke to them 2013 and 2014. They said that to me. 2013, the first one, he's from Greece. He said to me, there's this nun that's always there with you. She's here right now as we talk. Described the exactly same nun that he described. I went to another woman named Linda. She told me the same thing. So for him to say that to me, it's like, is that a coincidence? Because sometimes I'm a bit skeptical of these psychics, you know, but why would he just say that to me? You know, they're all describing the same nuns to me. But um, yeah, basically. So it, it turns out that he's like, he sees things and he's been seeing things since he was a kid but he does nothing with it. He doesn't like to talk about it in case people get spooked out. But he was like, in speaking to you, I could feel your energy and there's so many spirits in here right now and they keep telling me to speak to you and tell you. They keep telling me to tell you that the nun is in here and she's telling me. And I was like, right. Yeah, so we ended up talking for four hours, but it's little things like that, Mel. It's things like that. I ended up finding out about, I found out about his whole life, you know, about his father, his mom, really interesting. And then I found out, and also the nun, oh, there's the connection. You know the nun that he's talking about? I know the nun that they're all talking about, his sister, Ethna. To me, I think it is anyway. Because when I was about 11 and I did my Holy Communion, so I was raised a Roman Catholic. She was the nun that taught us. She taught me and she died unexpectedly. I was about, yeah, I was about 10, 11. She died unexpectedly. And even though I'm not religious, sometimes I like to go to the cathedral when it's empty and I like to just pray. And whenever I go, her house is right next to the cathedral. And whenever I go to that cathedral, I've always said, I feel her presence there. Like I feel she's there. Now, whether it's just in my head, you know, because her house is next to it. But I always say, I feel her presence. So. Yeah, him telling me, you know, it's a nun. Joseph telling me, it's a nun. Linda telling me, it's a nun that's next to you. I can only assume that it's Sister Ethna. But I would have never found out. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. I know. That's crazy. I know. It really and what's is. even 
crazier that you're telling me this. <laughs> I have like, so I'm a spiritual person too. Really? Uh, yes. And the, the weirdest thing is, is that I, this is super weird and I don't ever talk about this either, but like, I have like certain like medium capabilities. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so like I, yeah, like I had a weird thing happen recently, but, um, I don't know if you want to hear about it, but yeah, anyway, tell me about, I want to hear about it. Um, so I have you ever, do you meditate? Sometimes I struggle. Um, so I learned transcendental meditation this year, which is basically like it's a type of meditation that they take. So they compare it to like when you do a normal meditation. No, they say when you're in life, you're like on top of the water. Like you feel mm -hmm. the splashes, you feel the hurricanes, you feel like everything going on on top of the ocean mm -hmm. and transcendental meditation, like takes you to the ocean floor where it's like silent. Mm. So I learned that in February and I started practicing it. And when I started to go into deep meditations, I've always had like weird medium things as a kid, like in my dreams and stuff. But then in this type of meditation, it started becoming like really, really clear. Mm -hmm. And in one meditation, I spoke to my friend's grandmother and I even asked her, I'm like, this is really weird. Do you have a grandmother who passed away? And she's like, yeah, I was so close with her. And I was like describing her. She's like, that's a hundred percent her. And I was like, and do you know anyone named Glenna? And she's like, I don't. And she's like, are you sure it's Glenna? I was like, yeah, I just know that's what she told me, like, in the conversation. Two days later, mm -hmm. she gets an IT email from her company. She says she gets them, like, every day. And they always say, like, dear, and her name is Meredith. So it's like, dear Meredith, blah, 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 about, like, her account with work. This particular day, it said, dear Glenna. Oh, I've got a goosebumps. Yeah, out of, like, nowhere. <laughs> I know. So she called me, like, right away, like, in tears. She's like, you really spoke to my grandma. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So, yeah. Anyway, so I appreciate your, your spiritual story. And I totally think it's real. Oh, and believe it. oh, that is amazing. You see, so one of the reasons why I started doing the podcast was because I don't particularly enjoy speaking to everyone. But I know that when I speak to some particular people there's just something there. I feel like the universe has sent them for a reason. And you know how you said, like, with your meditation, for me, it's dreams. Like, I feel things, and I also dream. Like, especially if someone I'm really close to, if they're in need, I will have a dream. Mel, it, 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 it happened to me, like, two weeks ago. Especially, it always happens with my little brother. If he's up to no good or if he's in pain, if he's not feeling good, Mel, I will know because I'm going to dream about it and I'm going to go over to the house. I'm going to look at him. And even if he doesn't tell me, I'm going to see in his eyes and then eventually he's going to tell me. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's just practice. And I started because for a very long time, I was running away from it. And the psychic in 2013, he told me, you have something in you, you have a voice, you have a little gift. You know, you have your intuition, it's there, and you keep on ignoring it. And that's why you keep going left. And Mel, I'm telling you, I, I knew, like, I kept trying to go left. And every time I'm trying to go left, there's this voice telling me, you keep going left, you're going to stay there, but we're not going to let you. Like, you know you don't belong in, in the left. You need to go right. 
and there is just constant voice this constant energy trying to guide me and the moment that I started to listen to that voice my life it changed literally it just changed yeah that's, yeah. so, that's so interesting it is that's, well you're like it yourself <laughs> but that's cool yeah. yeah and what were we talking about wait <laughs> oh, i lost focus now what were we talking about before we got into the spiritual thing um i can't remember <laughs> i can't remember but storytelling <laughs> is being inspired by people's stories yeah which is which really yeah. makes sense now mel you're spiritual you know you're you're connected with the universe yeah you're yeah, telling yeah yeah i think also to the connection that you just brought up like I can tell right away when the company, I'm, whoever I'm speaking with from a company, whether it's the founder or CEO or marketing person, I can always tell if we don't yet have the story because I don't feel that connection. So it's just interesting that you just said that because until I 100% am like latched onto whatever they're talking about that I know other people are going to feel this same magnetic energy to, then it's not there yet. So it's, it's funny how you just said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, would you say your energy has been guiding you? Like, yes. you know, your, your oh. gut, your intuition, it's been guiding you. Oh, absolutely. I left New York on a total whim um, and against every single person I know, everyone thought I was completely out of my mind, but I was like, I just know that I have to do this. Like, and I couldn't explain it further to anyone, but um mm -hmm. It's where, like, I found myself, my career, my husband, my family, you know, yes. it's just. You just knew. Tom, I was going to ask you, obviously, you're from the East, so I was going to ask you what state, but you said New York. So were you originally born in New York? No, I was born and raised in New Jersey, and then I moved to Manhattan on and off for, like, four years um, until I came out here. Okay, so what's life like in New Jersey compared to Los Angeles? So I grew up in a, like, a, just a suburban town. It was awesome. It was a great way to grow up. We, it was like, if you ever saw the movie, like, Can't Hardly Wait, or, like, any of those movies from the 90s, I don't know, was, like, we were just, like, a town where everyone just had like house parties and everyone knew each other it was like a pretty small town so it was a really fun place to grow up um and then but moving to the city after that you're definitely like okay whoa like that that was really small and then um so the cool thing was coming from new york to la um LA is just like a spread out city it's very different from new york because the pace is so much slower and nature is a huge part of it which um i mean in new york there are definitely parks you can go to but you like live in nature in la or like either on hikes or by the ocean or just you're outside a lot um but yeah i think just like being in a place that's like just with so many different people and la is so full of creatives and just a difference it's a lot of people i know are very spiritual um, so yeah, Los Angeles is a very special place. Yeah. Would you ever move back to New York then? 
I battled with that for 15 years. Um, I, 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 a part of me will always want, you know, in an ideal land, if I can have a place there, it would be amazing. I don't know that I could live there after leaving and having the constant noise in the background and the hunky, like, I just think that I got so used to a different, quieter, slower pace. Mm. So makes sense. Makes absolute sense. Um, before I let you go, Ma, I just I want to ask you a bit more about once upon once upon a bloom. Is there anything else you wanted to just say about it? Have you got any plans on expanding the brand? Any new plans um, to do anything different with it moving forward? Yeah, I definitely want to move into the children's book realm. That's like that's been my goal this year. Um, so as much like I I love copywriting and it's something that helps pay the bills and it's amazing. Um, But I think that being a a children's book author right now is so it's such a huge goal of mine. So I'd love to turn that into like also a platform for children's books. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, just looking at your resume, like I would say that you're a pretty accomplished woman not just because of your professional accolades, you know, you've got a beautiful family, you've got your husband, you've got your healthy children, but you've also been able to work for companies such as some of the biggest and most well, well-known well companies in the world, Forbes, Mel, you work for Forbes, Condé Nast, Disney, the Disney, Pixar, you've done Pixar, like, how do you feel about that? And do you feel accomplished I I I don't like like think about it um but I think I mean I'm so grateful every single day for the experiences and for the people I've met um and yeah like I'm I'm so eternally grateful um just for all of it um so yeah no, that's amazing. No, that is amazing. Mel, thank you so very much for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation. No really interesting conversation, especially about spirituality. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. That was so surprising. <laughs> I know, really surprising. But you know what? I guess the universe knew it was going to happen. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me.